And good morning and welcome into the Wealth Guardians radio show. Another fine weekend in the summer. Bryce, how you doing today? It is summer and I am doing well, Doug. How about yourself? Can't complain a bit. We uh, had a great uh, client picnic uh, this past uh, weekend. And, Overdue. Uh, it was. Uh, you know, it's so nice to be able to get back to doing things with uh, with the folks again. Um you know, we missed everything last year, the picnic, the uh, uh, Christmas party. Yeah, Folks, um, these are things we regularly do with our clients. Every year we have a summer barbecue at Tanglewood with our clients, and then we do at uh, Bermuda Run, we do a uh, holiday Christmas party uh, dinner uh, down at, uh, no, that's at Tanglewood, that, and then the Christmas party is at Bermuda Run. And uh, we weren't able to do either of those things last year, Doug, so this was the first time that we got back in, uh, in with all of our clients at the... Um, Tanglewood uh, Summer Barbecue. Yeah, and the fun thing about that picnic is uh, that one we uh, we have the clients uh, invite their kids and their grandkids yep. in, and and you know we have uh, special events for the kids. We had a not one a bounce house, but some kind of a yeah, obstacle no, that's, course. That's thing. what it was, yeah. bounce house. Yeah. And uh, had some great catering from uh, Honky Tonk Smokehouse. Man, yes, they did a great good. job. Oh my goodness gracious, it was good. Good. I went back to thirds. Did you really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wasn't supposed to, but I did. <laughs> oh, there was there's plenty left over. And then I think one of the big uh, hits was uh, we had WTOB do a remote out there, and Bob Scarborough did a fantastic job of spinning the tunes for us. Yeah. Uh, of course, that's the oldie station in Winston Salem, ninety six point three. And I think folks loved it. Yeah, uh, they did. Everyone always has a good time. This was my third one that I attended uh, with you there. We, it would have been my fourth, but we didn't have one last year. So always a fun time. I look forward to that. Yeah, they, uh, you know, Bob had uh, played Name That Tune, so we had uh, some, some contest winners, and they won some nice uh, gift certificates. And one of the really funny things was uh, there was this contest for the children. Yeah, it was the wacky dance contest, yep. and at first they were really reluctant to they get were. out there in the but, spotlight. They didn't feel comfortable. Yeah, and then and then they really just kind of got out there and started. And this one little girl, she wouldn't stop when she got started. She's going to grow up to be a professional dancer. <laughs> So we all had a great time and uh, enjoyed being out at Tanglewood. It was a little warm and sticky, but uh, hey, we, we made it through there. Well, we escaped rain. I mean, yes, I would look, I had been looking all week, a little kind of gritting my teeth, thinking, I see rain in the forecast, but boy, at Tanglewood, it did not rain at all that whole time we were there. It didn't. We were so lucky. I had mentioned to my wife coming up, I said, you know, we've done this now six or seven years. I can't remember how many. We've never been rained on before. I said, I guess there's a first for everything. But don't you know, when we were going home, almost as soon as we turned on 77, it started raining, and it rained on us all the way to Charlotte. You were heading back south, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I, I can believe that, but um, I, I headed back toward uh, my home in, uh, in West Winston-Salem, uh, western side, and uh, didn't have any rain there. That's what counts. It, yeah, yeah <laughs> I guess so. Anyway, it was a great time, and... Uh, you know, looking forward to the Christmas party. That's always uh, a big hit, too. That's uh, the formal thing we do for our clients. And, uh, you know, the last couple of years we've been filling up Bermuda Run Country Club, and I expect we'll do it again this year. Yeah, and, you know, one of the going back to the uh, summer barbecue, one of my favorite things 
is aside from the gift giveaway that we do, but the face painting. I always loved it. You always get yeah. a face painter to come and work with the kids, and that person does a great job. Who Do we know offhand? Do you know who that is? I do not. Okay, know we need to give a name. shout out at our yes. next one for her. Absolutely. Uh, but uh, they did it. she did a great job, and the kids love, love, love getting their faces painted up like that, and even some of the adults did it, too. Yeah, a couple <laughs> uh, summers ago, we had several of the adults uh, got their faces all painted We should up. have a contest on that, too. You know what? That's, there's an idea right there. Yep. Let's have an adult face painting contest. <laughs> well, Bryce, let's uh, give a big shout-out to uh, all of our uh, folks in uniform, our our uh, soldiers, sailors, Marines, Coast Guard, our first responders, all you guys and gals. Thank you so much. We do truly appreciate your sacrifices, and we know it's many. Are you deliberately leaving out the Air Force in that? I said the Air Force, didn't I? No, you did not. Air Force as well. Oh, folks. my goodness gracious. Yeah. That's my fault. Okay. There we go. <laughs> Semper Fi to everybody out there. Uh, yes, we do appreciate you and your sacrifices that you and your family make. Um, you're what helped keep this country together and keep it a great place, a uh, beacon of the world. And uh, our hat's off to you. We salute you here at the Wealth Guardians. All right, Doug, you're going to give us a market update this uh, this week. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I guess it was a, a month or so ago. I, um, I I told everybody that I was looking at the at the charts, and the long term charts were really setting up for what looks like could be a pretty nasty downturn in the market. And I said that as things start to develop, I would, uh, you know, from time to time, come on the radio and, and, and tell you what's going on. And to be clear, you didn't say in that segment, if anyone wants to go back and listen to it, that it's impending this week or no, next week. or no, right. no, 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 no. You're just saying for the long, you know, the next year or so, something like that. It's, you know, I'm looking at the long-term charts, the short-term charts right now, which means it, it's uh, in the next week or so, are, are okay. The long-term charts are, are long term they're weeks and months in into the future what i am seeing now is more of the same uh more deterioration on the monthly chart we've got price uh, of all of the dow the s p the nasdaq all all the indexes looks like it's starting to top out and form kind of a rollover pattern mm, okay uh the monthly chart the the candle on that chart uh, doesn't complete till the end of the month. So we got a couple more weeks to go. Uh, but right now, that candle is red, meaning it's it's shaping up to be a negative month. Okay. The previous two were positive, but getting less positive. Gotcha. You know what I mean? So that's the, causing that rollover. The incline is, is lessening. Yeah. It, yeah, exactly. The directional indicator on the monthly is in a position uh, to go down, but it has not what I call fired yet, okay. meaning that uh, it's not ready to, to roll over and go down. It, it's getting there. Okay. On the weekly chart, now the weekly is a, a closer look at, at the market, and the indicators are pretty much exactly the same as the monthly, only looking a little bit worse. So to me, you know, I've been trying to figure out what, what is going to cause a major market downturn this year and because right now i mean you know the economy seems to be coming back from from a covid shutdown i mean you can't get enough uh, chips for cars and you know lumber as we've joked with you about yeah. is skyrocketed um real estate's booming so what what can derail this economy and you know i think it may end up being inflation okay 
Um, That's not the first. I, I thought you were going to say something else is the first one, but okay, go oh, ahead really? with that inflation. Yeah, um, you know the Fed and and, and some of the Wall Street uh, folks are, are saying this is a transitory type inflationary environment because we are picking up from essentially what was a no manufacturing, no production yes. economy, yeah. and 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 you would assume realistically there would be shortages. I hope that's what it is. The charts are telling me otherwise. Now, charts can change. Uh, understand that. And that's why I watch charts. And I've been, you know, I've been a technician, well, since 30 some odd years ago. Charts don't lie, but you have to learn how to react to them. Mm-hmm. It's not market timing. You're reacting to the market and determining what is going to potentially happen because it's nothing more than history. We learn, for, or we should learn right. from history, right? And, and unfortunately, most of us don't. But that's all it is. It, it is. it is getting to a point where things are looking worse, but it's not imminent. Now, could it be? Sure, we could have another black swan event. It could come from anywhere. Sure. But uh, right now, Ge- ripe for geopolitical uh, confrontations yeah, yeah, out there. Absolutely, summertime is typically weak anyway. Even if you're in a roaring bull market, summer's always weak. Okay, uh, that's seasonality. Uh, you know, it really doesn't pick back up again until sometime past Labor Day, and then the markets are usually pretty strong through the holidays and and up until uh, you know springtime, right? April time frame. So. Right. There you have it, Mr. Okay. Bryce, and everybody else out there. We're still watching the market for you. Well, let's bring that in, that whole topic, Doug, into what it is we do. Um, if somebody out there is preparing to uh, look at retirement, maybe they're a couple of years out from it, and they have been heavily vested in the market with the full ups and downs of the market, what you're saying is, hey, you might not want to be in a position where you feel the full brunt of the next market correction if you're a couple of years from retirement now. And what we do is help somebody figure out what their current portfolio might be hit with in a next market downturn and help them realize how that could change their retirement plans and usually not for the better. So when you're approaching retirement, you don't want to be in a position to feel the full brunt of the market corrections like what you're talking about and what you see the charts are actually uh, signaling toward. So we can help them, anybody out there, we can help you figure out if your portfolio should be adjusted as you are approaching retirement and uh, that is normally around a four meeting process it's not something that we just sit down with you and make recommendations it's a whole evaluation and if you are interested in sitting down with us there is no cost there is no obligation for that our phone number is 336-391-3409 and we'd be happy to sit down with you and give you a second opinion on your portfolio and see if uh, there's any changes we might recommend in case something like what Doug is talking about that he sees in the charts is actually uh, somewhere on the horizon there. Doug, anything to add to that? I just want to say our clients are already protected. You know, you've got the um, circuit breakers built into your portfolio, so you don't have to worry. Indeed. All right. Well, we came upon a break here real quickly. We're going to go to our trivia question. Doug, I am tired of not stumping you. So uh, you got one. I've got one for you and it's topical and it's on uh, it's on date here. June 17th, 1885, the daughter of French sculptor Frederick August Bartholdi arrived in New York City. She became so famous that her home is still visited by thousands every year. In fact, today, she's arguably the most recognized woman in history. Doug, what is her name? 
Good grief, Bryce. All right. <laughs> Folks, we will see you on the other side of the break and see if you can get that trivia question. Hang tight. And welcome back to the Wealth Guardians radio show. This is Bryce Payne in the producer's chair. Also with us is Doug Ray in the talent chair. And folks, thank you for sticking around. Uh, we're going to get back to that trivia question answer here in just a second. It sounds like we might have stumped Doug this week. I am sure hoping for that because we've let him off too easy these last few weeks. So folks, if you're out there and you're listening and you, I'm asking you, are you five to seven years from retirement? And if you just answered yes to that, then we want to extend an offer to you. We want to help you confirm that you're making the best decisions for retirement. We want to offer you a no-cost, no-obligation second review so you can learn how to retire the job while still keeping the paycheck. All you have to do is give us a call, 336-391-3409, 336-391-3409, or visit us online at The Wealth Guardians. Dot com. We would love to sit down with you and see what services or help we can provide in helping you attain your retirement goals and aspirations. Now, uh, speaking of our website, uh, right before we go back to the trivia question here, I want to point out, uh, uh, this is our weekly website highlight, and our website is thewealthguardians.com, and I want to bring to your attention a part of our website as I do every week. And this time, on your homepage, I want you to scroll over the Media Center tab. Scroll over the Media Center tab and click on the free financial reports. The keyword there is free. There are a number of reports there that we offer to anybody out there for free, no cost, no obligation. Uh, reports such as 2021 tax planning guide, common tax errors to avoid, four critical social security facts retirees must know. There's a lot of reports out there. We were talking in the first segment here about uh, the market and the uh, Doug is a tactical uh, analyst of the markets and he sees a number of trends that are somewhat similar to what was happening in 2007 prior to the financial crisis. So if you have concerns like that, there's a report on there, Don't Panic Volatile Markets. There's a lot of reports there, folks. It's thewealthguardians.com. On the homepage, scroll over the Media Center tab and then click on Free Financial Reports, and all of those are available for you to download and read to your heart's content. All right, now let's get back to that trivia question. Here it was. On June 17, 1885, the daughter of French sculptor Frederick Auguste Bartholdi arrived in New York City. She became so famous that her home is still visited by thousands every year. In fact, today she is arguably the most recognized woman in history. What is her name? You got to be kidding me. I mean, you, you said I was sitting in the talent chair, but I don't feel too talented. No? Bartholdi? Yes. Frederick August Bartholdi. This is the most famous woman in the world? Yes. I got no idea. Arguably. Well, I'd argue. Okay. Lady Liberty. Oh, Bryce. Her name, her home is Liberty <laughs> Island, which was dedicated by Grover Cleveland in 1886. She arrived in New York City on this week, June 17th, 1885. Her full name is Statue of Liberty Enlightening the World. You know, I bet everybody out there like me was thinking of a real live woman. Well, sorry. Did you know that her face was uh, modeled after his mother? Really? Yes. Well, no. So the likeness of Lady Liberty is actually Frederick August Bartholdi's mother. I've actually been to the Statue of Liberty. I was gonna. I was gonna say maybe Doug, you might have even visited her house and not even known it. Her home. <laughs> yes, I did. All right. So we got Doug this week, folks. If you knew the answer to that, because I mean, is that not accurate? Is she arguably the most recognizable uh, woman in the yeah, world? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone I totally around agree. the world would look at that and say, "Oh, I know what that is. I know who that is." So there we go, folks. If you got that one, pat yourself on the back. 
we've got July 4th coming up here in a few weeks, and that is, uh, in a sense, her birthday, just like it is America's birthday. All right, Doug, we are going to move on now to our second subject for the second segment, and it is, what's your spending personality? So one of the things that we talk to about our clients is not just the assets that they're going into retirement with, not just the, the income that they have coming in, maybe a pension, maybe social security, maybe rental income, some kind of passive income. A lot of people who are retired still own a business in part and have income coming from that. But the other key element of doing financial planning, retirement planning, is what kind of expenses mm. do you have? And we've noticed trends. We've noticed some different types of people when it comes to their spending. Uh, some people will be extremely frugal and other, and even though they don't have to be, and other people will be very spendy, and many times they can be, and other times they can't be. So we're gonna go over a list here of the different types of spenders that there are, and we wanna see if we can help you identify what type you are out there. And Doug, the first one that we're gonna go over is the emotional spender. Yeah, you know, when you go into retirement, the, your spending patterns definitely need to change. It kind of reminds me of my next door neighbor. Uh, he was uh, an American Airlines captain, and he had to retire. They have a mandatory retirement at age 65. So he always runs around joking now that he's on a fixed income. So uh, it does change. The emotional spender. Well, the emotional spender is going to do things like, uh, you know, it's not necessarily somebody who likes to shop or spend money. But, for example, let's say they had a great day. So they'll say, let's celebrate and go out to dinner. I can relate to that. Okay. And then somebody had a terrible day, they'll say, oh, gee, let's go out and eat and forget about it. Well, I can't relate to that because I love my job. I love what I do. I rarely have terrible days. So, But yeah. if I did have a terrible day, I would probably want to go out and eat and just not have to deal with cooking. Yeah, I can see that. Okay. And then there's somebody that says, oh, yeah, it was a terrible day. It was hard. I'm stressed. I'm tired. I don't want to cook. Tired and stressed. Let's well, yep. go to eat. <laughs> now, seeing that we do have client meetings at 5.30, it is often that I don't get home until 7.30 or 8. Oh, yeah. Right. And I certainly do not feel like cooking at the end of no. that. And Belle has uh, odd hours working at Wake, so sometimes even though I get home at 8, she's getting home after me. So she's certainly not going to cook. So in that situation, I can understand that. TV dinner. TV dinner. Yeah, microwave. Thank <laughs> I can't imagine uh, living without a microwave. I'm, I'm a good cook, but there are times where that microwave is absolutely essential. So what we're saying here is somebody who doesn't necessarily plan to spend, but just based on their emotions, they end up spending one way or the other. And for that cooking is the example that we're giving here. But there's some other, other categories that that could fit into as well. Let's move on to the next one. Tom. All right. Uh, the YOLO spender, YOLO, Y-O-L-O, -O, the acronym for you only live once spender. You know, I'm sitting here thinking, I don't think we have too many clients that fit this category. I can think of one and, uh, that person is not a client yet and maybe not, will not be, but, uh, the, you only live once means let's go out and let's just have a big time. And I'm not worried about my money. And if it's gone, it's gone. Well, I would agree with that. And I think that that certainly makes sense because somebody who is a you only live once spender is not much of a planner. And the reason that somebody would come in and sit down with us is they're because planners. they take their mm -hmm. planner, they take their retirement seriously, they take their savings seriously, they take their investments seriously. And somebody who is a YOLO spender, 
not to fault them, but they're not a planner and they're just going to, if they've got money in the bank, they're going to spend it. Yeah, they're and just carefree. They're carefree. And obviously, uh, planning around retirement, if we did sit down with somebody like that, is going to be a little bit more challenging because they probably don't have as much saved in their 401k or their IRAs as they would need to. And they're going to be relying on Social Security primarily as their income in retirement. And folks, just so you are aware of this, Social Security is only designed to replace 40% of your earned income. So it is not a replacement of your entire paycheck. And if you, so you're going to have to supplement that with either a pension or some kind of passive income in retirement or your savings, income from your savings. Well, if you haven't saved, then you sure as heck better have some passive income or pension in retirement to supplement Social Security. All right, so that's the YOLO spender, and we talked about the other one, the emotional spender. So let's now move on to, Doug, the savvy spender, Mm -hmm. the savvy spender. I think that is probably the vast majority of our clients. I would agree. They are very calculated in what they spend, what they spend it on. Uh, They're balanced in their approach. Yes. Uh, They plan things out. Yes. And, uh, you know, we help them do a lot of that. They don't overindulge. Right. And uh, live within their means. They live within their means and they're uh, aware and uh, cognizant of their uh, bank accounts, their investment accounts and how they're invested. They might not have always made the right investments, but they were at least trying to. And uh, when you are savvy, when you're a savvy spender, that generally goes hand in hand with being a savvy saver. And it is those people that really have a a successful retirement, um, at least they're in line for a successful retirement. We help them actually put that plan in motion. So, yeah, there you go. There's another one, the savvy spender. And then the last one we've got here, Doug, is the miser. Now, we got a few of those. Okay. Um, you know, that's that's somebody who's really very worried that they're going to run out of, of money before they run out of life. And, you know, we have a tool that we show all of our clients. It's a retirement analyzer that shows them year by year by year, Yes. you know, what they're spending, the income, and, and what they're going to have left over projected. And ideally, you know, we try to plan for these folks to make it to age 100 without running out of money. But, you know, I get kind of, I don't say irritated or irritable with these people, but I do scold them a little bit. And I, I tell them, look. It's your money. Mm-hmm. It's time to enjoy it because if you don't enjoy it, your kids surely will. I would say that the miser, the savvy spender is who we have the most of. If there was a second place, it would be the misers mm-hmm. who come into us. And these are folks who are able, based on their savings and the amount uh, that they're getting from Social Security, they could spend, say, $5,000 a month in retirement and probably not run out of money or, or, or touching significantly their principal. Yet they only want to live on $2,000 or $3,000 a month. And if you ask them, you tell them, hey, you can afford to almost double what you spend on a monthly basis, they would be dumbfounded to try to figure out how to do that. I wouldn't have that problem. No, yeah, well. I wouldn't. I mean, I can tell you a boat would be on my list. I've had it before and I'd have it again. But you tell somebody, hey, you can afford to spend 1000 2000 even $3,000 more a month in retirement. Um, are you sure you don't want to do more things with it? And they're like, no, I... I don't have anything more than I need than that $2,000 a month. We have a lot of clients like that. Well, you know, the old saying is you can't take it with you. And uh, the other old saying is I've never seen a hearse drawing a U-Haul. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> so. uh, that's true. That is very true. That's a good one. You know, the fact that you're listening to the show today, folks, tells me a few things about you because you're probably – 
like most of our clients. Yeah, you know, when it comes to paying taxes, uh, you're, you're happy to pay your fair share of them, but you don't want to overpay them. And you want a good return on your investments, but you're also very concerned about taking too much risk. On the flip side, you'd be happy to ensure that you never lose any money, but you don't want to fall behind due to inflation Very either. Very true. Very true. So uh, you have more important things to worry about than trying to keep up with what the stock market is doing on a day-by-day basis. And, and that right there, Doug, is why it's so important to get a review of your financial situation as well as a customized retirement plan. I mean, I can't stress this enough. Because you can address these things that are on your mind and eliminate all that time you spend worrying about your finances and about retirement. So I ask you, wouldn't you rather put your time and energy into something else? You know, if you've done a good job of preparing for retirement and you want some help answering all of these outstanding questions about your retirement, just give us a call. Set up that complimentary financial review we talk about. There's no cost and there's no obligation with this review. It's just a chance to meet us, talk about things that are on your mind that are important to you, and find out what's the best way we can plan for your retirement. All you got to do is give us a call, 336-391-3409. It's that easy, 336-391-3409, or get your free second opinion review online at thewealthguardians.com just by clicking the blue button. Folks, we are out of time here. We enjoyed spending some time with you. We certainly hope to see you here next week as well. Have a safe and happy weekend. Doug, hats off to you, buddy. Have a good one. Take care. 